You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. I hope you had a great day. Uh, it was hot once again in LA. It was hot. There was traffic, but you know it's always it's always good. By the time I get here, I truly look forward to having conversations, really great conversations, and engaging with you all. And by the way, if you want to engage in today's conversation, you can definitely do that. I welcome you to do that. You can uh, call one eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. Or you can join us over in our YouTube chat. That's always fun. There's a community over here in, in our YouTube. I, I tend to think you guys are friends offline. I mean, that, that's the way y'all communicate. And it's really nice. It, it is. It's very nice. Um, I am, by the way, if you do want to go over to our YouTube page, which is KBLA 1580, I'm going to put up my question of the day. Maybe I'll have another one. But right now, I saw online... <laughs> Someone who posted uh, a, a caption on their social media saying that they paid $20,000 for a playground in their backyard. And they have two young kids. Two young kids. They're a celebrity. Yes. Uh, they have money. Yes. But if you had, you know, buku, buku bucks, would you spend $20,000 on a backyard playground if you had young kids? We recently talked about spending a whole lot of money on birthday parties. I'm definitely not on that. But if you, uh, th this is a little bit different, I say. So uh, go ahead and I'll I'll leave that uh, question of the day over in our poll, uh, our post. You can, you guys can go ahead and poll on it, vote on your poll. Um, so let's see, do I have any updates for you guys? I can't get to a whole lot of them. I want to go so I want to go in on this Carly Russell young lady who, as you all know, over in Alabama had been um, missing for some time. And obviously she is the talk of social media. I'm not going to go ahead. I'm not going to get into that. I'm sure everybody on this station is talking about it at some point. But uh, that's a shame. I'm wearing a black men matters shirt right now representing but black women we matter too we just gotta uh we gotta be truthful about when things do happen to us andy you you sound like you're trying to uh you're trying to give this girl you know a pass you're trying to give her some grace uh carly russell yes i know nothing about that to be honest with you okay i'm trying to stay but away didn't you me. agree with me that black men matter and black women matter too <laughs> I, I agree with you but i do find it interesting it was like damn we the black man couldn't just have our own space you know just that own celebration you had to go ahead and throw in that black woman matter well too, which no, they do the, the, the shirt speaks for itself so you have your own yes black men matter period i was just talking about the carly russell thing so i'm saying black women matter too but uh that's how the two conflate but i give you i, I got your point andy okay uh so let's go ahead and get into what the raw report is about today now it's time for a breakdown. Okay, well, <laughs> Jeezy, uh, who is a, a rapper, but he's also a businessman, he is really doing some big, big things. He actually revealed in a recent conversation uh, about something that went left. I mean, <laughs> once he revealed that he was involved, it went left. And it opened up this conversation online and something that I, I thought we should take to this uh, conversation here on our radio show on the Rob Report because 
I have questions. I have questions about celebrities and when they publicly announce that they own properties or they own businesses. I have questions. I definitely want to dig into that. If we have time, we're also going to talk about uh, Nas, who is, we were supposed to get to this yesterday. He's releasing a new project. Nas is iconic in the uh, hip-hop world. He's a trendsetter. He's all, all kinds of things. A lot of people have him in the top five rappers of all time. Um, he's releasing a new project. Let's talk about this, this, this whole uh, narrative of if you are too old to put out ra- rappers, by the way, if you're too old to uh, continue to put out music. We'll talk about it. We'll break it all down uh, amongst some other things. And we are supposed to have a wonderful conversation with a great artist we'll get to her in a little bit on the other side as well hopefully we can get to all of this keep you guys engaged again if you want to chime in on any of the conversations you can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580 on the other side we're going to bring our contributor in and get this conversation rolling you are listening to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay right there Okay, I am not here to do this by myself. We have the lovely, because it's Wednesday, you already know what that means. It's TK Trinidad. How are you, TK? I'm good. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I know with all the <laughs> all the Carly Russell talk on social media, it's hard to see any of these other conversations that are going on. But uh, <laughs> I do want to um, actually... A little bit later, if we can, if we if we can get to this, I definitely want to talk about the uh, Nene Leakes son. Um, his name is Bryson Bryant as well. I want to talk about that if we get if we get a chance to. But um, and I'm sure you've you've seen all of that as well, TK. But let's talk about Jeezy for a second, because this is very interesting. He's no longer the owner of this restaurant. It was a steakhouse that he had. Apparently, it was really nice. It was high end, and he said it was doing very well. It was a three story, beautiful restaurant. He says, and you know, usually when you have steakhouses. Usually, like the the nicer ones, they are beautiful. They, uh, you can charge a, a decent amount of money for all of the food there. Well, he opens up about the fact that he went public. It was doing well, and then he went public saying that he was actually the owner of this particular restaurant. And from that point, when people found out that he was the owner, it started to attract a different kind of crowd, a different kind of community. And he said that one day he had gone in there to eat. And it looked like Freak Nick up in there. <laughs> he said it It went from one, you know, one thing to a completely different thing. And he said all of a sudden, I guess people were trying to, and this happens a lot. Once you know that a particular celebrity owns a restaurant, you feel as though they're, they'll always be around. They'll always be there. And maybe that's your chance to meet them or um, dine with them. Maybe I don't know what the thought process is on that, but. Oftentimes you see this happen when when celebrities mention that they are the owners. So he said that and, and all of a sudden he said it started to go down. It started to, to, to go down from there. And this is not the only time we've heard about things like this. Uh, there are several rappers, in, in fact, who own restaurants, different kinds of restaurants like Rick Ross. I know he owns all these wing stops, but. They're wing stops, you know, <laughs> wing stops. You're going in there to get some fries and chicken. But um, Two Chains, he also owns a restaurant called Escobar Restaurant. And apparently I had never been there. But from what I hear, it was also very, very nice. However, 
you know, he's got his his name on it. He's attached to it. And so it does invite a different kind of community. So the question is, because Jeezy mentioned he wished that was actually one of his best kept secrets at one point, this restaurant. Should these right. celebrities kind of keep these things a secret? Um, these these rappers, I'll say specifically, um, should they keep them a secret or is it? I guess it could work one way or another. I'd like to know your uh, your your uh, thoughts about whether they should keep it a secret or, in fact, announce that they are attached to this restaurant. Um, I think it's, you know, pretty much just kind of knowing your audience. Um, and he had also mentioned that, you know, a lot of people were sh- that showed up were kind of people from his past life. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, one of those things where if you take a stock of, you know, everybody, you know, from, you know, close friends to, you know, the people of six degrees of separation, you should be able to kind of tell which way it kind of skews, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think whoever was helping, you know, with his investments is kind of, we've talked about it before where you're having a team, somebody who is from outside looking in to say, Hey, based off of all this, like, you know, research and assessment of, you know, the people who buy your stuff and all this other stuff, it's skewing this way. Mm -hmm. So it might not be the best case to put your name on this restaurant, but it'd be a good case to put your name on, you know, uh, you know, whatever, whatever his audience skews to, you know, Mm -hmm. like for instance, Snoop um, doing stuff with marijuana and other products. A lot of his stuff that, he caters to is very much to his audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, and I'm willing to bet Snoop might have, you know, stock in a really high end restaurant that we have no idea about. Mm. Um, so I think it was just kind of one of those things of just really having a team and having that one person who is that outside factor, who's not connected in any sort sort of way per se, mm-hmm. but that can look at your overall stock of who, you know, who you are and who your audience is. Hmm. That's a good point. And um, when as you were talking, I'm literally thinking about all the different types of uh, rappers and namely men. You know, it's usually men who are going into that field for one reason or another or the women who if they do have uh, stock in in restaurants or other businesses like that, they've definitely kept it a secret. But um, I mentioned Rick Ross. Nas has a restaurant called Sweet Chicks. Actually, they have one here located in. LA they have several around the nation and it's interesting the food is really really good but there were conversations when I had attended all kind of people talking you know our neighbors talking about what it's lacking and unfortunately that celebrity is going to catch all the flack for it because their name is attached not not even thinking about the other investors or anything like that so on one hand you have a a Jay-Z who has the 4040 clubs and, you know, all the different types of businesses that he has. And I think what you said is right. It depends on who your audience is, right? Who is your audience? So um, I, I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea, but when Jeezy says something like, it was my best kept secret and it was doing so well up until the <laughs> up until he, he publicly claimed it, uh, it makes mm-hmm. me think maybe that is more of the route to go. Uh you know, at, at least maybe starting off, maybe you 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 get it up and going, and then you get it. You know, your restaurant gets a name for itself, and then maybe at some point you you come out and say, you know, in a press release, I am in fact the owner or something like that. I don't know. That's yeah. my thought on it. Or or just or just pivot your audience. I mean, you, Snoop and Martha Stewart's probably like the best example. I mean, who would have thought? I don't know, thirty years ago, that Snoop and Martha Stewart are pretty. I mean, they 
portray like they're really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a lot of different shows together. I'm pretty sure. I'm now that I even think about it, I'm pretty sure there's some type of businesses that we don't know that they have partnered together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just kind of like if he wants to move into that direction, um, you know, pivoting to something else, and it's you know it might be a, re- a higher end restaurant. Um, you know, maybe the price the price was you know low enough that a lot more people can come. So mm-hmm. it's just you know learning, 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 play, learning, learning stuff. So you know you learn from that experience, and you determine whether you want to scale up, you know, do a higher end restaurant or yeah. scale down, so people can people who want to support you because that's why they were there. People who want to support you can, and you're still making money either way. Hmm. All right. Well, um, interestingly enough, it was Nas the one who sort of promoted the 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 he he what do you call it i don't know the right word but Nas is the one who had the conversation with um with uh jeezy exp- asking him if he was the one who owned the restaurant and you know at some point thereafter i guess Nas opened up his own restaurant but uh i want to go into Nas because we are we just learned he just posted that he's going to be having an album drop in july right in a few days on february uh excuse me on july 21st, which is Friday. And uh, I I know a lot of people are happy about it. A lot of people are excited because Nas is that guy. And anytime Nas drops anything, it's going to be it's going to be good for the most part. And we're having this conversation about age because and this is uh, to Kwamel, who says that he he doesn't like uh, he, he actually calls it a dumb subject matter, talking about the age of artists and shaming artists because of their age. Well, the the conversation around shaming artists or sh- talking about artists and their age, particularly rappers, comes from a conversation that Kevin Hart and Dr. Dre were having on Kevin Hart's um, Peacock show. It's a talk show called Heart to Heart. And when Kevin asked Dr. Dre if he was going to be putting out any more music, Dr. Dre was like, man... I'm I'm almost 60 years old. This is a young man's game. Dr. Dre is 59 years old. Uh Nas is 49. Yeah, he's not he's not old by any means, but the the question is since Dr. Dre pointed that out, is rapping a young man's game? Do you do people have a tendency to shame those rappers who continue to put out art whether it's good or not? Do we do we look at that or should men Rappers in general, not just men, but should rappers stop after a certain point and sort of pivot into a different, a different art, a different, uh, a different place in the hip hop industry? What, what are your thoughts on that, TK? Um, well, I you know did a little super quick Google search. Mm-hmm. The average age of a rapper is twenty five point two years old. Mm. Um, but with that being said, it really just depends on the person, meaning that. Um, you know, cause you're, you're married and you're living that married life. But, you know, as somebody who is, you know, dating and stuff like that, if you are, you know, 40 something years old, 50 something years old, mm-hmm. and you are still trying to be a rapper and this is your only li- li- livelihood and you don't, you know, have certain things, mm-hmm. you know, just basic stuff in life, not even saying you have to drive that fancy car, like, you know, life insurance, that, that stuff, taking care of your kids. Um, then I feel like, you know, you should give up that dream. However, somebody like Nas, who you know he's he's done he's done it all and this is still his passion Mm -hmm. you know i'm willing to bet that the numbers that he got when you know he dropped his first couple albums to now is 
totally different, but he's doing it for the love of the art and he's making it for himself, mm -hmm. then do you. Like, we don't have, like, if you don't want to hear quote-unquote older rappers, then don't listen to them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's a young man's game if you're trying to break into the industry. I think yeah. that's what Dr. Dre really meant. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of one of those things, and I think I've said this before, people think middle age is 50 years old. The average person doesn't live to 100. Mm -hmm, so right. if you're 50 years old trying to be a rapper, um, you know, and if you want to, and there's other creatives who do that too. If you want to, you know, put it, bet all your chips on that and hoping that one day, maybe at 65, mm -hmm. you know, you, you hit it, then cool. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of things in life, you know, that, you know, health and all these things that, you know, you, you need money for. So, yeah, you know, for the long story short, I don't care. I don't care what you do as long as it makes you happy. However, the caveat is if this doesn't bring you money and now you're relying on the system to take care of you because you decided to bet all your chips in a career mm -hmm. that the average age for a person to make it is 25 and you're 50, then, you know, mm -hmm. there should be some caveat like, look, that's that's the choice you made. So, so is know, that where you, the shaming is that where the shaming comes in is if you are older and you're and you're just trying to make it not if you are already in the game you are you've already made a name for yourself and you continue the art Andy you're shaking your head do you want to uh, get in on this no okay so he, he agrees with you uh, TK he's basically that that's your point though you're saying that you're fine if you're already in the game someone like Nas he's just doing it for the enjoyment he he's not trying to do it for the money or uh, t for the fame clearly he's just doing it out of the love Right. And I mean, you do have younger rappers who do shame older rappers mm -hmm. for coming out with music. But again, it's a different audience. You're talking about different things like, you know, what you were talking about and what you were caring about at 21 or 17 or whatever is kind of different than what you're caring about when you're, you know, you're 40 or you're 50 or even you're like 35. Mm. So, you know, it's, you know, think about when you were a child and you met somebody who was 30 years old and you thought that they were old as dirt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to that then you then you get to, you get to that age and you're like, Oh, that's not old but exactly. then you're looking at people who are sixteen, seventeen yeah. and you're like, Man, can, when can you get like can you grow up? Can you get to maturity? But you don't that's all the, the parts of life. So of course a younger rapper or a younger person is gonna think that Nas is old, like to them, Nas, just, Nas could be their father. You <laughs> okay. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. And Andy, I'm telling you, Andy is totally agreeing with you. I want to hear uh, from Forrest. He's uh, calling from Compton. I want to hear your 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 point of view on this, Forrest, if you could go ahead and give us what you what you think about it. All right. Hey, how y'all doing today? Hey, uh, doing well. You know, Thank you. I got a few points real quick. Uh, rock and roll, young rock and roll artists don't shame older rock and roll artists they look at them as rock gods mm. and they try to learn from them first of all but hip-hop mm. seems to be the opposite the older people talk trash about the, or the younger people talk trash about the older people and vice versa sometimes mm. but i like the way hip-hop is going because you think about for us uh, uh as black people let's say r&b a lot of those guys got cheated out of their money by lawyers and and, and fake you know contracts and all that crap yeah and they died broke and now these younger, I'm going to say, because I'm 50, 56, mm -hmm. so the golden age of hip-hop, those people learn how to not get cheated out of their money so so much. And then he, the newer artists, even more. They're keeping more of their money. They're jumping into vitamin water and 
McDonald's and all this other stuff. So they, they're learning how to, you know, navigate through the financial part of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that if you're at an age where, you know, like a DJ Quick, you know, he changes his music even the older that he gets. It, it, it becomes more sophisticated mm-hmm. as far as the person being able to listen to a Jay-Z, same thing. You know, you see grown folks listen to it, not just kids. So I think that hip-hop is in a pretty decent place right now. We just need to learn how to, you know, have a little bit more respect for each other. That's about it. Mm, what a great point. Thank you so much, Forrest. We definitely appreciate you for calling. Uh, I hear that. I hear that point. I agree. I don't shame. I, I don't. I think that it's sad that we have that conversation that uh, people actually do shame rappers when they're older or anybody for that matter for doing something that they're very talented in and uh, doing something that they that they have a love for. And I feel like if you are creative, if you have a talent for something, you're supposed to put it into the world. That's literally what you're supposed to do. So I don't I don't get that conversation, but I just wanted to bring it up because Dr. Dre, who's someone we, we deem as being the goat, right? Dr. Dre is that guy who uh, who sort of pushed back on trying to continue the music business from a rapper standpoint because of his age. Um, we'll go ahead and continue our conversations on the other side. Right now we've got news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're just joining us, welcome to the conversation where we are talking about ageism within rap, within the rap community. Nas is putting out his next album or project, we'll say, on Friday, July 21st. And uh, the question is, Dr. Dre says, you know, he's he's too old to be putting something out. But I want to go ahead and get to uh, Dr. Sunshine from Los Angeles. Dr. Sunshine, welcome to The Raw Report. Uh, let us know, what are your thoughts on... This entire topic, uh, there's so many ways you can turn it, but let me know what you think. Okay, first of all, Robin, you are killing it on the Raw Report. <laughs> I and love you. Thank you. I am, I'm super grateful for this topic. Obviously, when it comes to ageism, there's all kind of mental health issues attached to it. But to stay just right in line with what you're talking about on your show, I'm listening and I'm saying young people are missing a really, really important facet of the whole conversation. And that is that artists, old head vet artists like Nas and Dr. Dre have a solid foundation. So they have listeners and followers and fans. That's Mm -hmm. like a core base that's there for them. Like new artists have to, you know, prep, prime, convince, sell me. But you say Nas has an album coming out on Friday? Yeah. I don't I don't need to listen. I'm buying it. I know that's right. Um, Dre, I know that's right. 69? I'm I'm a I don't care if he's 79. Dre has decades of proven hits. So I'm in there and I think we can't we can't just let that pass by. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can't overlook the fact that old heads have solid base. Yeah. Core fans. Agree with you. I think everybody here agrees with you. Uh, I said the same same thing. I mean, I don't know where that kind of kind of conversation comes from. It could be just the younger ones shaming the old ones. But uh, Dr. Sunshine, thank you so much. We need to get you to call in more, please. Please. And thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Keep doing your thing, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Let's go ahead and get TK Trinidad back in here. TK, do you have any uh, final thoughts on this? Because we got to let you get going until next week. Um, any final thoughts on this whole whole thing? 
Yeah, I just, I honestly, like I said before, I think Dr. Dre really was more referencing people getting into the industry than established people. Yeah. Um, you know, we have uh, uh, P. Diddy dropping an album. You know, people, people, some people are That's calling true. him old, some people aren't. You could choose whether to listen or not. Mm-hmm. But I think he really was just referencing, you know, it, it, it's all of a sudden your, you know, father or grandfather decided to get into the music industry and, you know, they already didn't have a solid foundation of life behind mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. They're like, I want to I want to make my money doing this. Then I think it's more questionable. But I, I think that's what uh, Dr. Dre was more referencing to versus somebody like a not. I, I definitely don't. I think there's there's two things. And, I, and you know, sometimes in society we want to apply it to one. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, I think, again, I think this is a great conversation. I appreciate your insight on it. And I'll, I'll be buying the Nas album, or I'll at least be streaming it. All right. So, uh, TK, let everybody know where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me everywhere on all the things at TK Trinidad. We appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your night, TK. All right. Thanks. You too. All right, and like I told you all earlier, we have a fantastic guest on the Raw Report. I'm excited to have her here uh, with me in studio, actually. She ain't even calling on the phone. Last time she was going to call on the phone. Now she is in studio. We have Grammy Award-winning songwriter and beautiful singer, my gosh. Uh, We've got BB in the studio with us right now. Hello to you. How are you? How are you? Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Just go ahead and turn that so we can, so everybody can Hey, hear. y'all. Okay, there, there we go. go. There there it is. There okay, it is. Okay, microphone check. What's yeah, going on? You, you, talk, <laughs> you speak just as lovely as you sing. So, Thank yeah, you. we need to hear that voice. Thank you. I definitely appreciate you uh, coming on and, you know. I'll tell everybody the backstory on me meeting uh, BB here. We met at last year at the Ask Cap Music. They had a wim- uh, a, mu- a women in music event, yeah. And um, she came all fly and whatnot. And she was, <laughs> you know, I was doing the behind the scenes uh, video. I was doing their Instagram, um, social media, and all that for ASCAP. Um, and I came across Brittany and or BB rather, because yes. it's BB. Let's not let's not get it twisted. But I do want to <laughs> talk about that for a second. I do want to know your your new moniker yes. uh, and and where that came from. But she was so lovely. I started to follow you on social media, and I was blown away at your voice Thank and you. your music and your Thank history. You. Uh, can you let everybody know just a little bit about you? Hmm, a little bit about me. Um, yeah. I'm from Compton, California. Hey. First and foremost, mm-hmm. love her from my city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been singing for a really long time, but I got my big break back in like maybe 2014. Um, my first record that I wrote was a record with Kanye West and Theophilus London called Can't Stop. How you go from like, <laughs> I'm trying to make it, and then all of a sudden, I'm on this <laughs> I don't know. You know, God, like, Jesus. Yeah, that's, come on, amen. <laughs> The Lord, okay, the Lord. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, and so I started off just writing, um, writing music for a bunch of different artists. Um, John Legend, Chrisette Michelle, Mm -hmm. uh, Lettucey, Robert Glasper, Jennifer Hudson, Queen Nyjah, Kiana Lede, just all these incredible Mm -hmm. artists, right? But also, like, the City Girls and Summer Walker, Mm -hmm. right? And all those cool girls as well. Um, And so I just feel immensely blessed to do it, you know, to Mm -hmm. do what I do every day. And now I am venturing into releasing my own music. I started dropping my own records. Yes. And, and here we are. Yes, yes. And and again, the music is, is straight fire. There's something to be said about someone who has prepared so much in advance for the opportunity when it comes. You know, they say yeah. that. Prepar- or, oppor- or luck is preparation meets opportunity. opportunity. Yes, it is. And so 
do you feel because there's there's one thing to go from like okay you you did some work with Kanye right um and then you're like is it going to happen for me again did you ever have the thoughts of like is is it going to happen for me or did you always know your talent and believe in yourself to to one day be where you are now to be honest I've never wanted to do anything else in life mm. And I'm a really, really firm believer on manifestation Come and on the now. power of your mind. Yeah. Um, so when I was younger, I remember like Big Boy from Big Boy's Neighborhood came mm -hmm. into, telling my age a little bit, came into my classroom and was like, what do you want to be you grow up? And I was like, I'm going to be a singer, mm -hmm. right? You know, and I was like, probably like, I don't know, maybe in eighth grade or something like that. But I remember standing up in front of the class and like singing and like, I've affirmed this since I was a very, yeah. you know, very like young kid knowing like, what my gift was mm -hmm. and so I always encourage all my friends figure out what your gift is you know what I mean mm -hmm. um so I never had like a a doubt that this wasn't what I was gonna do mm -hmm. I just didn't know how it works yeah, you know like right. how the industry yes. works really yeah. it's like how do you get on tour how do you get these placements how do yeah. you meet artists right it seems like it's like this little bubble sometimes around the industry right and then once you start to get into it you're like oh it's just you know yeah one degree of separation you know yes. after a while yeah. so and then the more you do it and things start to unfold you're like okay that's how you did that and then you just you, you mm -hmm. continue to go and you learn more and you do more and then you arrive where bb is <laughs> andy oh okay i thought andy wanted to get in on so um i know that you Here's what's funny. I watched uh, Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> I watched Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, right? Because I, oh, I was really into to, uh, social media at yes. one point. When I, well, not social media, reality TV when I had like yes. a ton of time. And uh, watched the entire season. You were on Love and Hip Hop, right? Yes. <laughs> I did not even know it that was that me. was you at the time. Do you get that a lot? Um... Sometimes a lot yeah. of, uh, to be honest with you, um, half of my fans are from Love and Hip Hop. Oh, okay. And so, and and then the other half know me from like just being a you know uh, an award winning songwriter, et cetera, et cetera, and from just different things. But mm -hmm. I have a lot of fans from Love and Hip Hop, and I'm very grateful to have went on the show. Like, sure, good, bad, and different. I know that a lot of past castmates have you know their things of what they say mm -hmm. about the show mm -hmm. but television and is, is one of the biggest platforms that you can be on and so I feel grateful because it opened up you know and opened me my story my brand my name up to a lot of different people mm -hmm. who may not have known that there was an African-American A&R working at a label mm -hmm. or you know or a female songwriter working with some of their favorite artists and so I was okay with it. I was okay with a little bit of drama and a little bit of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a lot of people, when they meet me, what they say is that you're so totally different from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm... <laughs> is that something that you think you would ever do again? Especially now, having graduated to this position that you are now, you're doing your own music, all of the things, right? Uh, is it something that you would use again to, to use it rather than... Do you see what I'm saying? Like use it yeah. as a platform and exposure to what you're doing now. Um, I feel like Love and Hip Hop was what it was. Yeah. You know, for its time, I feel like it it had its season in my life. Mm -hmm. It I feel like it's had its season in general. Yeah. The whole franchise. Um, it was special at one point. I feel like now, for me, where I'm at, I don't know if I do it again. 
The show or reality TV as a whole? The show. Okay. I would do reality TV again. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. I do reality TV. Again. Okay. Yeah. All right. Somebody. I feel like I got here. a little story. You know, okay, I feel like, yes. and I feel like I have a personality for it, and yeah. that's a hard thing. You you have to have a personality for it. You gotta have tough skin. A lot of people ain't got that. They think they just want to be lit, but it's like no. It's it a comes real, with a lot. It comes with a lot, yeah. and so now that I've done it. And I've kind of gotten that, you know, out the way. I feel like, yeah, I'll do it again. You'll do it again. Yeah. Um, why Why is it that you started off as a songwriter? Is it because that was the first opportunity that presented itself? Or did you always know you wanted to be an artist? So I started off as an artist. Okay. I started off as an artist. I see a little hate. Oh, there it goes. Sometimes I start- it be like that. <laughs> right. I'm like, get on. Um, I started off as an artist and I was going around like going to ASCAP events, mm-hmm. uh, BMI events, etc. And just saying like, hey, my name is Brittany B. I'm a songwriter. I'm a, I'm an artist. And then being like, oh, OK, that's nice to meet you. Right. <laughs> and then I would play them my music and they'd be like, oh, my God, who did those, you know, who wrote those songs? And I'd be like me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, so you're a songwriter. And I'm like. I guess I am. Uh-huh. I'm a songwriter. Yeah. Right? So then I started going around and saying, hey, my name is Brittany B. I'm an artist and a songwriter. Yeah. And that just opened up so this many more doors. songwriting. Yeah. That kind of, that you're, you led with that because people were so interested in the fact that you wrote these incredible uh, songs. Mm-hmm. So now that you've been put on, you're still doing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But now the goal for you is to really lead with the artist, uh, mm-hmm. artist foot. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, what can we expect? Give, give people, I mean, we're going to play some of your music, obviously, <laughs> but can you give people uh, just a general synopsis of what your sound is? Uh, my sound is non-toxic. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i like that sultry sensual um feel good r&b mm. that's what it is it's it's kind of um i don't want to say genreless, but it's more storytelling um and it's 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 very much that that's what i would mm-hmm. say uh musical influences brandy tank stevie wonder um, Mary J. Blige. Oh my gosh, she's my mom in my head. Oh, in my I head, love she's it. my mom. Okay. Um, <laughs> she is. Um, <laughs> Drew Hill, Lauren Hill, um, yeah. 112, um, uh, Ella Fitzgerald. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so the thing about Frank Ocean. I listen to Frank Ocean every day. Oh, that's a nice twist. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. I, I definitely can hear the influences of it, it's not even saying that you've patterned yourself after anybody, but you know, I think that's what you do as an artist. You study, you listen, you try to uh, to learn, and then you uh, and then you utilize what you've learned and mm-hmm. create your own sound. But it's beautiful. I mean, I'm telling you, when I was listening, because you were uh, we we talked about you coming on the show uh, a while ago. And uh, I was listening to your music and I was like, yo, <laughs> BB is Thank fire. You. Okay, well, let's go ahead and uh, w- let's go. <laughs> when we come forward, we'll get to uh, some music of yours. I'll let you tell us what you want us to play. Whatever. I have my own. Whatever your favorite is. Okay, I, I got my favorite. So <laughs> uh, when we come forward, we'll get to the rest of this conversation with BB. And I do want to know how you switch from Britney over to BB uh, okay. because, you know. I think everybody would be interested in that. So we'll talk about that and more. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. And you already know. We always do Who's Got Next on this show. Who's Got Next? You got to know. It's BB. Okay, so uh, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a singer, though, because songwriting, singer, she's already been on the map, but she's definitely got next. I want you to introduce this uh, wonderful song that I just love. Can you uh, let the listeners know? What's up, listeners? <laughs> You're hearing it exclusively. 
on the raw report hey. okay it's your girl bb and this is contagious bb okay I, it's a vibe it's We're a vibe so contagious. i love that penny thompson says great feel good vibe bb love hey. your voice god's gift uh, Forrest Harrison says, I like that. Very sexy and smooth. Yeah. That, you. And you, you said sultry earlier. I mean, yeah. that's definitely the, the perfect adjective, sultry. Yeah. Uh, and, and Zoe Williams, of course, is giving it a, <laughs> he is giving it a <laughs> thumbs up. Uh, listen, I, w- I really would like to know, BB, you have now, uh, this is your new moniker. You yes. are going out into the world as BB. Yes. At what point did you decide to switch that up? Um, I feel like I built such an incredible incredibly solid foundation as Britney B the songwriter Mm -hmm. Um, even going on Love and Hip Hop right and just kind of going out my brand was so heavily like Britney B Britney B you know and I felt like for my artistry I wanted to separate it and I wanted to make sure that people didn't necessarily continue to attach everything else that I I have done along with my artistry just to give it just a fair chance mm-hmm. without, you know, without any any other judgments or, you know, veils with it. Just literally just if you listen to the music, mm-hmm. you'll love it and you become a fan of BB. Right. And I think um, it was super important for me to do that because oftentimes as a songwriter, um, like a Priscilla Renee, right, who was a songwriter is a songwriter who is now money long Mm. right she changed her name and she changed her moniker to be able to allow to give her music an opportunity to really thrive and Mm. i think it's super important for us to do that yeah uh, you know i have a couple minutes left but i I have to ask you um you just said if you just listen to the music right absolutely but with all the people that you've collaborated with or written for you have the opportunity i'm sure to say listen hop on this song with me but you are uh very confident in the fact that you can just ride it solo and just do your own thing solo is there a decision in that or do you plan on having a a lot of collaborations in the future um i plan on having collaborations but i feel like um you can hold your own yeah i feel like i can (laughs) hold my own and I think that it's okay to do that you know obviously I feel like sometimes when you see a lot of features it's not organic Mm. right Um, and so you see and and don't get me wrong it's a psychological thing it's a game thing I get it but for me I'm in a space of like whatever is supposed to happen for me will happen in the right time and um, I'm just laying that foundation for everyone to hear my music well we love you we (laughs) love the music let everybody uh, I am Kelvin H says I I like it okay so uh, let, let everybody know where they can follow you online ironically you can follow me on all social media platforms at <laughs> Brittany b music okay <laughs> Brittany b music yes. uh, it, it's uh, obviously follow her there she's doing some incredible things i am a fan of you uh, and your music i'm a fan of you i appreciate you so much and thank you so much for coming on we appreciate you we got to have you on at some point in the future yes. obviously when you have more music when you do another reality show or any <laughs> anything that you're working on we look yes. forward to having you on the show again so thank you for thank coming you. on to the raw report all right guys uh i'm robin Ayers, and remember you don't want to change the dial because zoe williams is coming up next with the voice of reason remember today and every day forward to be a blessing